And welcome back in to another episode of Tribal Council Chat. As always, we are your hosts. My name is Bruce Heller. It's Parnell. And let's get started. Episode 3 of Survivor 45. Yeah, it was a great episode. Um, So what do you think, Bruce? I was thinking that we start with going basically like a segment on main title the kind of like tribal chat that we see yeah so and i know we talked about last episode a little bit emily kind of having this turn and like realizing she has to be better socially but then we see her come right back from tribal and oh there was only three votes sabaya you lost your vote somehow like you know that's not great social standpoint at all, but also interesting because you really see what type of player Emily is and how she's able, at least in that case, rather than being so focused on who's getting votes, thinking mathematically about the game and that she was able to pick that up where nobody else was. Yeah, for sure. And I love that her and Caleb have bonded because and I heard this talked about somewhere else too, but so far with the new era and these six-person tribes, there's not a lot of room to maneuver. Once these bonds form early on, it's kind of just a pagonging, and people get picked off. But by Caleb reaching out and bonding with Emily, it gives him some room to maneuver. He can either go with her or he can go with Sabaya and Sean, and it kind of makes for some a lot more interesting discussion than a lot of whereas like with 41 and Uwa you had you knew Shannon and Ricard were the pair and I mean Jeannie and JD and Sarah were just gonna get picked off and Brad too I think I found that interesting though because with Emily's now moving in to like a pair with Caleb her mathematical skills and seeing the game that way could come almost come into an advantage that maybe other players haven't had because she is tracking who has votes and who doesn't. And therefore, how many votes will you need to actually accomplish what you want at Tribal as opposed to a simple 50% plus one? Yeah, and I think that's going to be really helpful for her if she makes it to the merge when... It's a larger group. It's, I mean, the bigger numbers are, the harder votes are to keep track of. Having someone like Emily, who's really good at keeping track of stuff, will be interesting to see. Shot in the dark, and we see um, Sophia give this shot in the dark back to Emily at that point. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. We see... Sabaya has an interesting episode. We see her do some dumb things and we see her do some smart some really smart things also. We kind of get both ends of the spectrum here. But if you're gonna try her and Emily have had a rocky relationship so far. And if you're gonna try to mend that, this is a great step in that direction. I, I agree. And I also think that we don't really I guess it's not that clear, but we don't really know what the rules are on the shot of the dirt in the dark. And it's like, I could see this being something where you could, I'm thinking of game changers and 
Pope's explanation on the whole Sui Sewa controversy. And you might be able to give it to somebody, as Jeff says way back in that episode, as a sign of trust. But I don't think you can actually use somebody else's shot in the dark in the game. So therefore, what's there's no reason not to give it back. So what I've seen is, and I've seen people say this, I don't know if it's true or not, is that like with the Game Changers one, it was specifically stated in the instructions, non-transferable. But like we've seen just a couple seasons ago with 43, we saw Jesse get someone else's I saw him have Janine's idol. The yeah. Dwight gave it somebody gave it to him as like a swap right before they ended up going home. Because knowledge is power, paranoia went through. So I think as long as it doesn't say non-transferable on the thing, like the legacy advantage and game changers did, I think it's fine. I think you could use it. When you risk somebody else's vote. I yeah, I forgot about the voting part of it, but so it's I was so confused by it that I'm like, technically she could keep it and therefore not, I guess, be able to play it, but there just doesn't seem to me to be a benefit to actually having somebody else's shot in the dark advantage. I mean, if you're trying to vote them out, though, which Sabaya has been going for Emily the first two episodes so far, if you keep their shot in the dark, that means they can't play it and they don't have that mm -hmm. chance to save themselves. So That's true. there's that, I guess. But So moving on, we get to Bello. Um, we'll just do an update on the two other tribes as we start. And starting with Bello, we see a couple of interesting things here because I think this tribe is really the one that's the most fluid with the alliances. Oh, yeah. Other than that there's... Yeah. But it's that we see the beginning where... Um... What's his name? Who? That nope. passed out. Oh, Bruce? No. Jake? That, this season. Oh. I'm going to look this up. Okay. I thought you meant... I'm having, a, I'm having a complete blank right now. What season are you thinking of? Jake. What? Jake. Oh. Okay. From right now, you see kind of this new bond with Jake and Kendra. And yeah. then we see Kelly and Brando. And we see the three girls as the guys are fishing. And we see the three guys. And this time we're kind of just all over the place. And I think we probably will be kind of like in a Sele situation. Or not Sele, sorry. Um, 41. Now I'm having too many mind blanks. Luvu? Or Yasa? Yeah. But, well, it'll, if this tribe ever goes to tribal, and we'll talk later about why they are actually going to, but um, 
if they were, it would be interesting to see what would happen because I could literally see everybody here theoretically being voted out. Yeah. And... In some possible breakdown. Even players that look safe like Kelly or Brando, Kelly could go home if this tribe went to tribal in a kind of like Sarah fashion in Kagyan where she was just in the middle of everybody. Yeah. And I agree, Bello does seem to have pretty fluid bonds. Even like last week in episode two, we saw the thing that it was Bruce and Jake and then the girl the three girls were bonding. And then they I mean they even say it this week how the relationships are just kind of everywhere. Except for Kelly and Brando, who both call each other their number one and both say like I'm gonna go where the other person goes. And I feel like that could work well for them because if everyone, if the bonds everywhere else are kind of all over the place and blurred a little bit, but you have two people that know they're each other's number one, those two are going to be deciding what happens. Which is good because I like the two of them as a pair. So, yes, I like that pair too. And then we move from there over to Libra. This is where, the interesting one. Yeah, this is the interesting one where we see this group of four between um the two guys, Austin and Drew, kind of doing their own thing from the two girls in the alliance, Dee and Julie. Do you think this alliance is gonna last very long? Easy. Especially should we just go out and say it if there's new people in the tribe next week? I, I wasn't saying it whether I... I'm just asking you, like, do you think this group of four is going to last? Because, I mean, this no. episode... The first we see of them this episode is the two guys digging for an idol and the girls walking up on it and then the guys trying to cover themselves. And it just creates this mistrust. But... I mean, the girls find the hammer later and instead of keeping it for themselves, try to show goodwill and give it to the guys. So maybe the, maybe the group of four is back. Who knows? They're messed up. I was screaming at the TV, why are you doing this? I mean, it protects your numbers. It, your group of four is kind of fractured at that point. Giving the hammer back could be a way to bring that back together, going into a swap also do have something, too, that we'll talk about that could benefit anyone here when we get to the camp. Also, something I wrote, wrote down regarding the Reba idol in the hammer. Usually, and with the new era especially, the like advantages or idols at each tribe has been the same thing. It's been, oh, you I have to say too. funny phrases, or oh, 43, it was the beads for some reason. And this season we have Lulu has the candle, which I love. Bring the candle back forever. It's... And then we see Reba has smashed this rock with a hammer. Like it's two completely different things, and I kind of like it. It's just it's new, it's unique. And it's gonna be interesting to see too, like does before they the tribe maybe ceases to exist. Because I know we've seen 
yellow and red buffs next week in the preview, but does somebody maybe find the bellow advantage at the start of next week's episode? And maybe could that be something totally different too? I think there's, I think the swap is still going to swap into three tribes from what I've read. Supposedly the like survivor fantasy game on Facebook accidentally leaked the new tribes. I haven't looked at it because I want to be surprised, but I mean, there's 15 people left, so they could still do three tribes. Corrected it because I just put my uh, picks in this week a second ago. Okay. Interesting, because I thought I had saw somewhere where it said, like, pick some pick from each tribe, and the tribes were different people. So, hopefully they fixed it, but... Yeah, I think they fixed it. There's 15 people, though. I don't think they could go into two tribes, because it wouldn't be even. It's true, unless somebody goes to exile. We've seen Julia do that. Yeah, whether it be actual seen... exile or, hey, go hang with Cochran on a boat. And we'll call it yeah. Island, like Game Changers did, for some reason. Or Cochrane, you have to put up with Debbie on a boat. What was that? That was... There's been a lot of weird Exile Islands, but that was the weirdest one. I don't even know what that was. So funny, though. But, but yeah, Reba's interesting. I don't... Jane Maya almost walked up on them finding the hammer. Yeah. It'll be a really interesting tribe to see what happens. Um, one thing too that I noted that I almost see this is that's interesting is we see the girls was, um always kind of being nervous of both Drew and Austin. Yeah. But then we also see this far closer bond between Dee and Julie compared to the rest of the alliance. Where, like, I wrote down in brackets, D, Mama Julie, reminds me of Aubrey and Joe. Yeah. Well, the thing with the group of four is D and Julie have a really close bond. And Austin and Drew, comp- one of them compared their pair to JT and Steven. So, like, with this group of four, there's two very clearly defined pairs. And it doesn't really feel like it's group of four. It just kind of feels like two pairs working together. Because they need numbers. If they were to go all the way to the end, they both of them would find a way to grab somebody at five or six and get to the final three. Yeah, for sure. So, moving on from there, we get into the reward challenge, which surprisingly... We actually have a reward challenge challenge for once. I missed these. We don't get these very often anymore. No. We have so many blasts that we weren't expecting here. Lulu winning a reward challenge, a camp raid all in one. Um, but when what do you think first of like the decision to have Caleb go? I I think it's interesting because with him volunteering, if they say no, it looks like you don't it like might look to him like you don't trust him if you don't want him to go. But like they said it a thousand times in the episode, he's schmoozing people really well and he works in sales. So it's his job to kind of be persuasive. 
So I don't know if that's the person you want going to the other tribe to meet people. But at the same time, he volunteered. You can't really tell him no. Exactly. Um, I thought I thought it was brilliant of how he handled himself there and really took that advantage that he was given where he could give one person on um yeah. the, Reba an advantage and use that so well to benefit himself and really got information from everybody else in the tribe. Yeah, I love him. I even wrote it down that I love that he was pulling people off individually to have conversations and taking the time to do that. So, and of course he gives, the thing is he gave, and I love the goodwill advantage. Restoring a lost vote is kind of a cool advantage. You don't see that. I don't think we've seen that before. It's going to be interesting too, because if you know that there's a chance of restoring a vote, let's say you lose your vote at whatever like ship real Island is now called or something. You might be more willing to come back and tell the truth, knowing that say you're Austin, that drew could play his advantage for you or yeah. something like that. Well, I didn't write this down on my notes, but this just popped into my head. Caleb gives the advantage to drew who does not keep anything to himself at all so far. And so I'm wondering how long it's going to be before the entire rest of Reba knows about the goodwill advantage. Because, I mean, you look at Drew when he went to the journey or Shipwheel Island or Advantage Island, he came back and goes, hey, look what I have. I have safety without power. And also there, he was surprised that Bruce didn't spill everything about their tribe so just drew seems very loose-lipped and i'm i bet the rest of his tribe is gonna know he has that advantage before very long that's so as well which isn't smart but it is what it is um if i just check my notes Anything you have to say here before we move on? Um, I will mention, because we talked about early on, it kind of seemed like there was a fracture in the four. We do see Drew tell Julian D that he got the goodwill advantage to kind of further patch things up. So I still don't think the four is going to last just because they're not a true four. They're two twos. But I think they made it past the you were searching for an idol without telling us because both sides have kind of tried to mend that a little bit at this point. So I agree. So now leaving this, I want to cut back briefly just for a few seconds to Bellow. Yeah. Um, to a scene that we see here that I wrote down in big capital letters, not smart. Because uh, we see Katura. Yep. Literally tell uh, her tribe mates, specifically the two girls, Kelly and Kendra, that she's with, supposedly in an alliance of three, that she wants to take out Bruce. And then it cuts to a clip of Katura in confessional saying, the whole tribe loves Bruce. And I'm like, then why are you telling them you want to take him out? Is that not putting a target on you if you think they all like Bruce? It is, but... Bella, well, 
I was going to say Bello and Reba will never see Tribal pre-merge anyway, but there's a swap coming, so somebody will. But, I mean, I don't know if it's necessary she's going at it aggressively or just if one of them mentions something about Bruce that kind of annoys them, she pounces on that and tries to reinforce that in their mind, which isn't terrible, but it's not good either. It because it seems like she's not being subtle enough about it. Like, she's showing her cards pretty openly. Well, I guess to me, I think leaves another place to open up even more divisions in a tribe that, if they ever had to vote, could be a pretty divided vote. Yeah. And, again, when we went back to Bello, I wrote this down. I love the Kelly and Brando duo, and I even put a little heart emoji by it. The two of them... Or just they're fun to watch, but also they're doing such a good job playing the middle. Cause you've got yes. Katura and Kendra, and you've got Bruce and Jake that are both. We haven't seen a ton of either of those pairs, but they both both pairs say the other one is strong. And then we also kind of saw Kendra and Jake a little bit. But we really have this duo that production and the editor hammering down. Kelly and Brando are each other's number one. They're right in the center of all this. Don't talk a lot about this tribe without a whole lot to go off of. But before we move on, if they were to vote somebody out, who do you think would go home? Katura. Because everyone loves the Funkle and she's the only one that doesn't. So that they're making her look like the odd person out every time the topic comes up. And it's the only thing we ever see her say. So, between either Katura or Jake here, yeah, I just we haven't seen a ton of Jake for some reason. Like, he seems like an interesting character from what we've seen so far, but we've seen like three seconds of him so far. So, now we get into immunity challenge, yeah, which. Is just like every other immunity challenge. <laughs> mm hmm Yep. Oh, hold on. Before we do that, we skipped something. And that while Caleb was at Reba doing his raid, back at Lulu's camp, we see Sabaya and Sean start to pitch Emily on, hey, you're on the bottom. Caleb's really good at this. Come join us. We'll vote him out tonight instead of you. And they yes. kind of, production kind of plants that seed in our head, making sure to put that important scene in there during the raid, which we'll get to yes. that issue more later. Which I just wanted to address It's that. not a bad idea if you want to stay in the game because it's clear at this point, despite, like, as he says, to quote Caleb in the first minute of the episode that his camp is the island of misfit toys yeah if if you it's clear that even though this tribe is all over the place caleb is a good a very good survivor player yeah and like you said lulu loses again like every immunity challenge and so because of that the reason i wanted to mention that scene before we got to lulu plotting for tribal is after the immunity challenge. I have it typed out somewhere. Oh, I can't believe I'm typing this, but Emily is in the power spot. 
Because she can either go tell Caleb, hey, they're gunning for you. Let's go for one of them. Or she can go with the two of them and vote Caleb out. I, I don't know how she went from we don't want her looking for an idol alone to she can decide who goes home from one episode to the next. But man, like love Emily or hate her. I honestly am kind of waffling back and forth. I didn't like her in the first episode and she's growing on me. No matter what you think, she's great for the show. Oh, absolutely. She's great TV, but I don't know how she ended up in the power spot that quickly from episode two to episode three. I would say that I think this is kind of like the same thing as we were talking about before. When you have six person tribes, there's so little room that when you're now a four person tribe, everybody has 25% of the vote. So if you don't want to go home yourself, you experiment and you work with you look in your possible hands and work with your different options and try to see what's the best to move your game forward. Because, I mean, at this point, they don't know that it's going to be a swap. For all this tribe knows, they could be fighting for who's going to be Stephanie LaGrosa here. Yeah, and right after under that, I put a, I put little flame emojis next to it, so I'd make sure to mention it. When you're watching the episode and Lulu loses and you're realizing Emily is in this spot, what decision are you – like? What's your first instinct on what decision you would make if you were her in that spot? Game. Anybody but me. Yeah. I mean, and she ends up realizing this, but I would have gone, and we we see her do this eventually, I would have gone straight to Caleb and plotted to vote one of the two of them out, or at least, I mean, because they don't, no, Sabaya still doesn't have a vote, I don't think, and at least force a tie. Because, I mean, the two of them came to Emily with this together. Like, if I'm Emily, okay, cool, we vote Caleb out. Now it's a very clear two against one, and I'm back in a pretty bad position. So, I mean, I would have not gone straight to Caleb after the challenge and tried to work with him still but i mean she's not going away so it might not be after the challenge but we do see emily do that before the vote oh yeah it just takes i got really worried for a second because we see again we see both ranges of the spectrum from really great gameplay to really bad gameplay from sabaya here and this was kind of good this was a good on her part to talk to kayla and be like hey we're voting Emily. We'll use you as the decoy. And she throws that in there so that if Emily goes and spills the plan to him, there's a chance he doesn't believe her. And he almost didn't, to be fair. But that was a great move by Sabaya there to be like, hey, we're going to use you as the decoy. So that, I mean, there's a chance even if her Emily doesn't go with her, it doesn't entirely foil her plan. It doesn't work, but great idea. So let's get into tribal and what, because there's a lot to talk about here. Oh, yeah. And we don't have long left. Oh, what was your reaction when you see Sabaya get up? When I saw her walk in and just drop that in the fire, 
My first thought was, I love this. I can't believe I'm watching this. My second thought was, Adam Klein must be loving this right now. Yes. Because he f- tried to pull the Florida Lee off of the podium on Winners at War and think that was an idol. So the fact that this actually Canadian, idol- my biggest As a Canadian, my biggest reaction was just shocking the fact that Adam Klein knew what a Florida Lee was. Yeah. Well, they're, they're kind of big down here in America. I mean, yes. but yeah. And Australian Survivor has actually hidden idols at Tribal Council, by the way. And there's great scene where just people realize it and foot race to it in the middle of someone talking. But yeah, this is great. I love that Sabaya calls it a cookout and then pulls out her sticks that she's using as tools to like poke and prod at the candle and idol and cook. So, that was really fun. Yeah, I thought it was great, too. I mean, just to be able to be... We'll talk about awareness, and shortly after, we'll talk about complete unawareness. But the fact that she was able to think of, like, here's how I'm going to get this idol, even though I don't have Flint at my camp, was fascinating. Yeah. I mean, and what else can you do, really? Do they have... Do they- they still don't have Flint, right? Even after this? Nope. But, and so, sub, the idol ends up melting. Sabaya says, I'll wait till it cools off, and looks at it in the voting booth. It's the same thing as the idol from Reba, which I don't know if we mentioned, but basically, if you don't risk your vote, you can only use it at this tribal. If you risk your vote here, it makes it to merge. If you risk your vote twice in a row, you have it the rest of the game. She decides to risk her vote here. Which, I mean, I kind of get it. Because in her mind, Emily's voting with them. So Emily and Sean will be voting Caleb out. But in such a small tribe, that's a risky move. Absolutely. Um, I'm just like, yeah, in such a small tribe, like, just play it. You might need it right now. But at the same time, it's like, if she really thought that she was safe, the fact that it could go all the way up to the final five if you do it twice, and if you're in a good position, is invaluable. So, yeah, it's like, for her being on the losing tribe, I would say play it. But, like, Looking at the fact that Drew now has one as well, he's probably in a good enough spot that he could use it to his advantage. If I'm Drew, I'm absolutely risking my vote the next two tribals. Because you're not in a tribe of four, you're in a tribe of six, and you're in an alliance of four. So you have Mm -hmm. little to no chance of going home. But because we don't know if... We did see Emily go tell Caleb, they're gunning for you. Let's go for Sabaya. We see Caleb say a few times he doesn't know if he believes her or not and doesn't know where to where to go. And because of that, this is one of, in my opinion, one of the best tribals of the new era. Because even as the votes are being read, I have no idea who's about to go home until the last vote is read. Like, just the tension they built up on it was incredible. And unfortunately for Sabaya, it does end up being her. 
Caleb votes with Emily, and I love the Caleb-Emily pair. I think that I'm really hoping they kind of become this Malcolm and Denise thing where they're on this yeah. terrible tribe and then go to the end together. But That would be great. And But Sabaya goes home, obviously wishes she could have played her idol. Does the where does this is this in the conversation of like dumb survivor moves throughout the show, her not playing the idol there? Probably. Like it's it's to me it's like Eric is number one and then the tier below that is like JT in Heroes versus Villains, Tyson in Heroes versus Villains. I might put Sabaya's yeah. not on that second tier. I might put her on the third tier though. Yeah. That's like it, fair. It's behind though. So, and James. James is on the second tier too, going home with two idols in China. Yeah. We're gonna have to jump into Allied Blindside for Spoon in, in a minute, but before that, they show us next week we have a tribe swap. Excited yeah. to see it back. I guess that <laughs> I've been waiting for this the entire new era, and they sort of gave us a swap last season, but it was the dumb China swap where we'll send one or two people. Yeah. To another tribe and put a giant target on them and incentivize people to possibly throw challenges. They didn't do that yeah. last season. They did it in China. And yeah. I hate when tribes throw challenges, but production deserved for that to happen for that the way they did the swap in China. But I'm excited for this swap. I'm excited to see where people go. I'm hoping Caleb and Emily stick together. And again, I'm not like Emily's growing on me. She's not my favorite player yet, but the show is better when she's on it for sure. So I'm hoping her and Caleb are together. I love them as a pair right now. Absolutely. So let's jump into Ally Blindside first boot. I know you said you have three players already that you picked out earlier in the day. So do you want to go ahead and kick it off first? Yeah, I picked these out a couple days ago because I was thinking about Australia. And it was when you posted the intros on instagram and facebook and i have elizabeth filarski roger bingham and nick brown so three people from kucha tribe from australian outback interesting i am going to ally with nick i expected that yeah i am going to blindside this is a toss-up because they're both so likable. Yeah. Um, I'm going to blindside Roger. I think he'd respect the move the best. And that leaves me to first boot Elizabeth Shirley because she's the only option. No, And I have to first boot someone. It's so sad. sad. Like, I loved watching. She's my favorite player on that season. She's just so likable. Like, I smile anytime she has a confessional. I figured you would align with Nick, though, because I recently learned he's had a political career, apparently. And you're usually... You did not even know that. You're, you didn't know that? No. I'll, That's interesting. I'll send you something after the show. I forget what he was, but he's... I think he's running for Washington, D.C.'s attorney general or something like that next year. Well, best of luck to him. All right, so for mine, I have a theme to give you called players who made 
nose when it came to the idols. Oh boy. And your options are from Survivor Kong, Scott Pollard, giving it to Ty. Yeah. And then from Survivor Edge of Extinction, Abu Bracco getting blindsided by Victoria. And I think that I know what you're going to do here, but also from Survivor Edge of Extinction, Kelly Wentworth. What was her er error with the idol? Telling um, Chris that Lauren had it. And blowing up her, entire, her allies' entire game. Yeah, that's fair. I'll align with Kelly. A, she's one of my two favorite players ever. B, I definitely think she's the best player of these three. I mean, Aubrey placed higher than Kelly ever did, but I don't know. I feel like she, Kelly's a better player. I'm going to first boot Scott just because, like, I really th don't want to have to deal with the guy that I'm going to hide the camp material so the girls have that did something I don't like has to make their own fire. Then when they somehow do it, pours water on top of it. No, yeah. I don't want to deal with you. You're too much. Which leaves me to blindside Aubrey as the only option left because I'm not dealing with Scott and I want to play with Kelly. So, makes sense. This was fun. Yeah, this was great. And anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Huh? Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Tribal Council chat. We're going to be dropping YouTube exclusives at some point. Those will be fun. Yeah. Tribal Council dot chat on Instagram and Tribal Council chat on Facebook. Be sure to like and subscribe on there. And also, last thing, as a Canadian Survivor fan, I got to throw this out. Marianne, winner of Survivor 42, congratulations on your engagement today. Oh, I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah. And last, last thing, because we're both hockey fans. Hockey season started this week. Go Blues. I'm excited awesome. for this season. The sen your Senators will be good, I hope. Hopefully for both of us. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Head back to camp.